Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is another episode of the Fortnite Story. Today, I am joined by builds or not builds, depending on what you want to call them. Uh, what's going on, builds? Nothing much. Just been chilling. Uh, been working out. Been been getting my grind on, uh, and I'm excited to get right into this. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited to hear uh, what you got going on. So before we started, I asked you about uh, your name and whether it was not builds or builds. You told me why not builds was your at on Twitter. But can you tell me why you got the name builds? Like where'd that come from? So when I was real young, like just starting to stream, uh, I, I, I didn't have a name. Like it was, it was, my name was Luis the Beast because it kind of rhymed and my name is Luis. And this Xbox clan, I was playing, I was playing and I, I just like linked up with these guys like, yo, you want to join the team? It was like this team called IV. And I was like, okay. yeah, sure. Why not? Because we all did that when we were young. We were like, oh yeah, gaming clan. We all did that with our friends. So um, one of the guy's names was Kills. And I was like, huh, he must kill a lot in Fortnite. Um, I was like, what do I do a lot in Fortnite? I was like, I build. I build a lot because that's what I relied on. Uh, so <laughs> okay. I was like, I'll make my name builds. And it's stuck since. All right, nice. Um, controller player, keyboard and mouse, what do you play? Uh, I, I do play keyboard and mouse. I, I started on Xbox, so I played controller when I was like season three, chapter one. Um, but I always wanted a PC. I always wanted to start a gaming channel. So I started getting used to keyboard and mouse, and it's just it's always been better for me my muscle memory has just gotten so much better ever since i started okay how when was that switch because like i, I feel like most people started on console and then eventually they went to to computer and some of them stay on controller and it seems like the majority try and switch to keyboard and mouse like when did that switch happen for you so around chapter one season four i had this little school computer uh, and I started just playing Fortnite on it. it. I literally ran the minimal graphics on the minimal 3D resolution. So it was pixels. Um, and I tried keyboard and mouse. And then once I got my gaming computer, that was in season five of chapter one. So desert season okay. with paradise palms and all that stuff. That's when I fully made the switch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. And it seems like, so I was just like doing some research on you before this and for the majority of your career, you've played on NA East. Now it seems the past couple of months you've switched to playing what West regularly. You even played FNCS on West. Is there a reason why you did that? I don't. I don't think that's me. Oh, I have not done that. I I, I actually haven't played the game much recently because I've I've had to focus on myself, sports and whatnot. Um, but I've kind of wanted to get back into the game. I kind of want to start playing again. Um, I just need some stuff to do really. I, I need to be productive. There's a lot of times where I find myself wasting time and if I can actually have something like Fortnite, yeah, it could be considered wasting time, but um if you're actually doing it for reason and like to try and compete, place, make some money, um, then it, it gives me some type of productivity in my day. Okay. So uh your Fortnite PD is wrong by the way. This is a is great it? start. <laughs> um it says you've been playing West with uh this this guy named Evol, but it looks like there's another like on one builds is Ooh, also Yeah, I I've heard that guy. I've heard of that guy. Um I've heard of that on one builds guy. Alright. So never mind, ignore that question. But <laughs> it's good to hear you've been focusing on like your health and sports. What what do you play? Uh I play baseball. Uh I've been playing baseball my whole life. I uh 
I've played since I was four. And recently, I've started to pick up basketball. Um, i just kind of been playing in my front yard. We have a basketball hoop in my front yard. Uh, i just been playing, been getting, like, skills down. And I'm going to play school season uh, next year. Uh, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get involved as, as much sports as I can. Just trying to stay active, really. Nice, nice. I feel that. I, I was a big fan. I played baseball my whole life growing up. Um, yeah. What position do you play? Uh, so right now I play literally anywhere but catcher. Like I can play the outfield. I, I rarely do play the outfield, but I can. Um, but mostly pitch, first base, and shortstop. Nice. You throw in Ched? Uh, right now, not the fastest velo, but my, my movement on, on my pitches, like two seam and slider, are pretty good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, I was never someone that threw too hard. I just uh, I was yeah, left-handed, so you had that weird movement. And oh, then... yeah you know, just naturally was able to, to get outs that way. So, yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I've been working on my velo, but lefties absolutely suck going against. <laughs> uh, that's good to hear, man. Um, now when it comes to Fortnite, what got you started in the, the competitive scene? Like, how did you, you said you started playing on PC in like chapter five and then like, how did you go from that to playing competitively? So I just started streaming. Um, I was streaming consistently like a while ago, like during that time of season five. And like, I just kept playing. I found a friend group and they all played um, these scrim servers. I forget what they were called, but it was like Q scrim. Like you wouldn't, it wouldn't be like the scrims now because custom codes weren't a thing then, but where you have to Q snipe into the same game. Okay. I want to say it was FNPL. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So all my friends were playing that. All my all my my friend group on online was playing that, and I I started to play it with them. Of course, I was I when I started, I was always like bottom of the barrel, like I was the worst one of the friend group, the worst player. Um, so I was always put on like our our worst teams of our friend group. So I was fine with it, but I just kept playing and playing, and then um, once actual official tournaments came around for thirteen and up, I started playing those. Um, and I just, I really just started playing competitive from when it started and I, I never stopped until recently. And what was the first event where you're like, damn, I'm actually kind of good at this. Like I, I could make some money or this could be something. So I want to say it was chapter two, early seasons, chapter two. Um, I had this duo named blurry and uh, we started, or I, I first had a duo named Heiko. It was around Winter Royale. And I was like, oh, shoot, they're starting to put money out for, like, a lot of people. And um, I played with this guy, and he ended up not being the greatest match for me. Like, we didn't play well together. But I, I, I've always been a very uh, personal player, so I don't like dropping people. So I couldn't drop him, even though I had better options. Um, but once I got fed up and we argued too much, I dropped them after one week of FNCS. And then of FNCS duos. So then I picked up this guy, Blurry. And in two weeks, we almost qualified for heats. And we're, we're, we barely had to even do good in the last week. And then he got grounded. <laughs> so me getting that close to heats in such a little amount of time just made me realize I can really do well in this. Um, and then I started doing solos. And I, I've always been really good at solos. Um and 
I, I, I placed in a dream hack and it was my first earnings. I got 250 or something. And within like the next few, like the next month of solo FNCS, I had gotten to grands and had a guaranteed 1000 earned. And I was like, I can really do well here. Okay. And solo FNCS, that was not, that was chapter two solo FNCS, right? The one. Yes. yes. I think it was like water season or yeah, mostly water. Yeah, it was. It was, okay. it was chapter two season three, I believe. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice. Hey, congrats. It's a solid uh, achievement there. Yeah. And oh, go ahead. Uh, one Another thing that really boosted my confidence going into that FNCS Grand Finals and Heats was um, Light Grace. I know you know who he is um, because when uh, when it was coming around that time, you did a prediction and you put me on it. And I was like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen my name on one of these. And it, it, like, it was really like boosting in my self-confidence in the game. Um, okay. So it really, it really helped me out a lot with like, like Grace being coaching me and telling you about me and you actually have faith. Like seeing that people had faith in me really gave me um, some type of hope to, to do well in this game. Wow. Light Grace. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Do, do you know if he still does coaching in Fortnite? I haven't seen him around I, in a while. don't think he does. Okay. People fall out. Now, if you guys are listening, you don't know who Light Grace is. He was a coach, worked with several players builds being one of them um had a pretty good uh track record yeah i think that's that's the word uh that i'm looking for and did solid didn't i believe did he ever charge you he always said like he did not charge me a single time okay i think he just coached for fun because he enjoyed it like he wasn't as good at fortnite as he wanted to be and he was like oh i can help these kids get really good at these games so that's cool yeah, it was he was a really nice guy as well. All right, hey, I'm glad to hear that. Me throwing your name on a prediction helped <laughs> you out too. Yeah, because it was just like the first time I've ever seen it for myself. No okay. one had ever done it for me, so I was like, wow, like like being on that side of things was just so much better. Gotcha, nice. That's cool. I I'm uh I'm honored. <laughs> and then uh, so where are you like? focus now so we, we've gotten to this point you said you're kind of stepping away is that for the time being or Fortnite's over for you like how are you feeling about this whole situation oh i've been stepped away probably for a couple months maybe since the beginning of the i don't even know how long it's been but i've been stepped away for a while now and um i've been thinking of coming back for uh mostly reasons of monetary value because so i've i over the, the time that I've played Fortnite, I, I accumulated a, a good amount of money for a early teenager. Like, I'm still only 15, and I accumulated, like, well over $6,000 from just playing video games. Um, but the problem is, uh, there have been problems, like, with my family where we needed money. So, um, I've had to give up a lot of that money to my parents and whatnot to either pay bills, pay the mortgage, and... Recently, my mom gave me news that I might not be getting a car for my 16th birthday, and which a lot of people might be like, oh, so he's just being entitled, he's being greedy, he's spoiled. But originally, my plan, the reason I wanted to make a lot of money before I was 16 was so I could buy myself a car, because that's such a big accomplishment by 16 is to buy yourself your own car and not have your parents buy it. Um, but they said they needed help with stuff, and they would 
guarantee to pay me back by then so I could get a car. And they just recently came saying I might not get paid back. So that really hit me um, pretty hard. And it, it really made me like kind of reconsider what I'm doing. Um, I find myself sitting around a lot. And I feel that if I put that sitting around time into Fortnite or at least some type of video games, um, I could probably start making some money again and try and either help them out or help myself out and trying to get a car, or help them pay the bills. It's it's really like a hard decision to make because Fortnite was not ever really good for like mental health for anyone. I don't think um, at least anyone that plays competitive, it, it's never really been good because of how bad they treat um the competitive side of their game yeah it's it's tough it's definitely a mentally taxing game just because of there's a lot of things that seem like they're out of your control and things just happen and it's hard to stay focused and positive at all times i mean there's definitely times uh where some get tilted easier than others but i, I want to go back quickly um you, you said you helped your parents out and that was where a lot of your earnings and different revenue that you earned from this game. That That's awesome, man. That's awesome that you're willing as a, a young kid to help your parents out and understand things happen. It's not yeah. an easy world. So uh, good on your parents to, to tr at least try to pay you back. Um, they don't necessarily owe you anything because they've brought no, you they here don't. and they have don't. taken everything to you um but you seem like a good kid i'm happy to hear that from you yeah i know, I know they don't owe me anything that's why i want to start trying to make money again because they don't owe me anything i i i feel like i i still um can earn what i i need to earn so but yeah it's just that's that's the main reason i, I might come back but um it's also just seeing like some clips like the game might be more fun to me now than it was before because i've taken a long break um but yeah okay um and so i have a question then you commented on my post about the podcast if you're not necessarily in the space or you you don't even know if you're gonna dive back in why were you interested in doing this i don't know i've always been a, a decently social person it's a it's a fun opportunity um said you wanted to share my story so i was just like yeah, I'd definitely like to do that. And, and getting back into the game is something I am interested in. So um, if I do get back into the game, that's cool. If I don't get back into the game, it's still like, I don't know. It's just like I've always had interest in sharing my thoughts on stuff, um, no matter who's listening, if they want to listen, if they don't want to listen. I've, I've just always kind of been interested in stuff like podcasts or like stuff like this. Okay, cool. I didn't have any like particular reason for that i was just genuinely curious as to what your interest was but yeah now do you have you played the game at all or it's just you know you play every once in a while like where are we at as far as your skill level uh i think my skill level has definitely deteriorated a bit because of not playing for a bit and I'm, i might be a little bit behind the meta but i think i'm still like on par with aim wise and Building, I mean, building, if you can just know how to peace control, you're fine. There are plenty of people that don't have the greatest mechanics that do well. Um, so I, I think I could still do pretty well in the game. Uh, I, I don't think I've, I've deteriorated that much in skill. I was just playing earlier today, 
Um, just playing some arena, feeling it out. I think I played well, but yeah, I mean, if I came back, I think I could still be successful. Okay. The, the comeback is real. And I think one of the hardest part of this game is to find a good teammate or at least one that compliments you. So after having this long of a break, do you have any kind of plans on how you're going to find a good teammate or even what your play style is to know who would be able to compliment you? The only real way to find another teammate, to find a teammate now, um, I've, I've put out posts before trying to see who would offer up to play with me, uh, and it really is nobody. So uh, the only way to find teammates right now is I, I have to wait for solo cash gifts. I have to. <laughs> That's the only way. Like I have to wait for solo cash ups and consistently place in them to actually do well. Okay. That's a very realistic view on how you actually need to do it because jumping back in definitely won't be easy for you. It's going to be a tough grind. Um, and I mean, I mean, right now I think you can do well in solos easier if you can play around the, uh, the grapple glove. Yeah. It's definitely one of those like dominant movement items for solos, oh, but a little more sorry. balance for, for duos. Yeah. Um, what kind of a player are you? So say you do get back into the game, are you, you the IGL? You kind of play like a a molded role? You you like to frag? So I've always been successful in solos, and I like to see myself as an IGL. Um, I tried being a fragger a couple of times, but what I find myself doing is um, trying to control too much, like trying to get people on me to frag instead of get on my IGL to follow them. So then I, I ultimately just realized, yeah, fragging's fun, but realistically, I don't have the mindset for it. Like, I have to go into a way that I, I can lead, because that's always how I've been. I've always wanted people to kind of follow me in the game. So, like, I'm fine with them going off and fragging, but, like, at some point, I need to get them onto me. Um, so if I'm the one that's fragging and I need them on me, then I'm, I'm distracting us from getting front zone or doing something like that. So I started taking the responsibility of IGL. So that I could um, really keep in the mindset of staying ahead. Um, so I, I think realistically I'm an IGL no matter how much I don't want to be. Um, that's always where I've I've succeeded in. I respect that. Some some people are just born to lead and don't want to sit there and let someone else tell them how to how to play things. Um, I'm kind of the same way. My my whole life I've taken positions of leadership just because. Yeah. One, I don't want. I don't like to be told what to do. I like to do whatever the heck I want. And then two, um, I don't know. It's just that natural feeling in me. I like to help people and get people better. So being a leader is super, super helpful to guide people along their their life. Um, not yeah. saying that I've done that a ton, but I definitely, definitely uh, resonate with that. So mm -hmm. if you get back into the game, right? This is yeah. a big if. What, what is. is the whole game plan? Have you thought this through? Because to be successful now, you, you got to do more than just play the game. It's a lot of content, making yourself known all over the place. Like, where where's your mind at for that? So right now, um, if I were to do it, if I wanted to play this FNCS, I'd have to get champs first. Um, but I, what I want to do is I want to keep either Twitch or Twitter in my name so that people can see it. Even even as much as people dislike those like that type of thing, a lot of people will dislike 
Twitch or Twitter being in front of people's names. They'll see and they're like, oh, no one's going to follow you. No one's going to do this and that. But if you're showing up on the leaderboards with that in your name, people are going to see you. Um, and then they're going to be interested. They might start watching you. Um, and then once people start watching you, they realize you're you're good at the game. Um, then that transfers over to social media is when you're trying to find teammates. People will go out of their way to like recommend other people to you or recommend you to other people, which really helps networking, trying to find a teammate, trying to help other people find you at the same time. Um, and it also really helps for being able to make content. Like it's not only um, placing that, that will make money in, in video games, but if anything, a lot more money comes out of making content and making other people laugh, which is ultimately what I've always wanted to do. So the plan will probably be keep Twitch and, or Twitter in my name um, and then start placing in events, hopefully. And then hope that helps carry me through the way of trying to get back into the game. Okay, nice, nice. And you said content. I, I've looked through your Twitter. One of the most notable ones is when you played... I think it was a dream hack with Arab and you guys qualified without weapons. First yeah. of all, how does that happen? And then walk me through like playing in that tournament. So like five minutes before the tournament. So dream. So Arab had already basically quit the game at this point. He, he's been playing less and less. And if he does play, um, he's been playing impaired or whatnot, whether it's drinking or no weapons or no comms. He's just been playing impaired. Um, and I had a, I had been telling this kid that I'm down to play with him, um, but he thought I was kidding because at that time I was like, actually like, n well known. Like he thought I would get a better teammate, so he had gotten someone else. So five minutes before, that's when he tells me, "Hey, I already have a different duo." I was like, "Oh damn!" So I see Arab's tweet, and me and Arab have already like contacted each other before. I've been in his channel multiple times. Like he knows who I was because he was he would watch my solo FNCS and stuff. Um, and solo dream hacks and he was like, all right, yeah, just give me the word. So I DM him I'm like, yo, add me on discord. So we started playing and we literally just started having fun with it. We were just consistently playing. It was, it was real fun. Um, he taught me all the strats for playing with no guns, which wouldn't work now because a lot of the strats were playing in storm and now with storm sickness, it doesn't work anymore. So it was real fun. And then. There was that one game, of course, where I solo clutched from, like, first moving with no guns and got kills. Um, it was real funny because I, I took hide on a kid. I pickaxed the gas can and then edited it down, and then I pickaxed a kid. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know how it happened, but it did. Uh, it was really funny. I just kept playing through it. And Arab was obviously yelling, like, to calm down because I was laughing and, like, basically freaking out the whole time because it was so funny. Uh, and then I won, and I was like, no, nah, no way, that's crazy. So I just, I, I clipped it, or I highlighted it on, on um, what is it, Twitch, and posted it on Twitter. The clip got, like, a couple thousand likes. Like, a ton of people were just laughing. It was such a great time. Like, it was just one of the, one of the better, like, highlights of my Fortnite career because it was just, like so fun it made a ton of other people laugh it was i was able to provide for a lot of other people that's really funny one of those times where you're you're not trying to do well well i should preface that you're trying <laughs> to do well but making it hard for yourself to do well 
is the most enjoyable, not or one of the most enjoyable times you've had. It's it's funny how that works out. Yeah. Um, have you tried doing anything else like that? You try and doing random, um, different little challenges, or that was kind of a one-time thing. So so we did actually qualify because in our last game, it came to our last game, and we knew that there was going to be storm surge, so we used guns for our last game, and we got second place in it and quad. So then in the in semifinals, we were like, how could we impair this? And Arab was like, oh, I could be drunk. And obviously me, I'm way <laughs> underage. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, you do that. So he, he was drunk. We, like, died off spawn 14 times. Um, and then... <laughs> We just got off. But yeah, that was really the only thing I've really impaired myself in for uh, for tournaments. Okay. I, I never really did that much, but like that was a fun once one-time thing. Gotcha, gotcha. And you have plenty of other content on your um, YouTube here. I've looked, looked around. You had a good number of videos up, up here, and some have done really well. Some have not. Um, is that something that you enjoyed doing? You kind of just did it because you had to, because there's, I almost feel like two separate sides of competitive Fortnite. There's people who do content and then get into competitive and enjoy the content and kind of just play competitive for content. And then there's people that are good at competitive and then just do the content almost because it's a necessity or I guess there's a combination of the two, but like, why did you consistently put out content? So I saw content as a great way to like expand. Cause I knew Fortnite is not a long-term thing. Like it's lasted a while now, but it will eventually die out. Um, and I was planning on, hopefully I could make a career out of streaming instead of Fortnite. Um, so content was very important in that content being posting on YouTube, hoping to hit algorithm and then people start watching your stream. Um, I, I enjoyed doing YouTube because being able to like, whenever I made a highlight video or someone else edited it for me and then said to me, I'm like, wow, this looks great. I, like I'm really, I'm really proud of how this looks, how, how I've improved. Um, and it was just real, like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it really, but like, it, it, I just found it fun and I found um, I really liked that it entertained other people as well. And also a lot of people will think like, oh, I have to upload a video. Oh, I have to, I have to um, put out content so that uh, I don't like become irrelevant. But like, you don't have to, like you can, like you have the opportunity to be able to do that and actually get views. Like there are people, there are, there are like kids that are trying to put out videos and stuff and trying to get views, but they're getting a few views, like literally under 10 views. And they're happy with that. They're happy with more than one view, which is themselves. So, so I, I see it as I can upload, I can do this. This is something I have the opportunity to do. Um, and it was, it was really cool. Um, but like every time I was going into a tournament, I wasn't thinking, oh, I got a place so I can I can be good. I was like, oh, if I place, I can make this into a video. That'd be really cool. I can I can make this tournament into a video. Or, or if, if we have like a really good key game, like a 40 kill key game, I'm like, oh, I can make this into a video. That'd be a really cool video. So it's it's all about like the mentality that people have towards um, videos. I had a I, I think I had a very good mentality 
towards um youtube and twitch like i always like streaming events because I, I really liked interacting with my community i really liked um talking to other people while being able to do what i love okay so it's just enjoying it while i like that it's enjoying both sides of it the competitive play and then also putting out the content to share what you've been doing that's cool man um now let's talk about your favorite teammates you played with and your least favorite teammates you played with and i'm not asking you to roast anyone but you know who is your favorite teammate that you've ever played with and tell me why let me scroll down my YouTube so I can actually find it. All right, all right. My favorite teammates I played with, probably Yuz and Dev. Um, because that was like my prime. Like that was peak for me. Like I was I was chilling at that time. That was a trio FNCS. I forget which trio FNCS. I think it was the first. It was the one after solos. Uh, they were last minute trio and we did well. Uh, we called heats. We almost called grands, but we called heats. Um, we just always had a good time while playing like we we were just always like laughing we were always just chilling like we never were like mad at each other like we obviously gave each other criticism when one of us did something wrong but like we could go right back to laughing and like having fun um unfortunately with us so i couldn't play what reboot round of that because there was a, a a wedding um so i couldn't play reboot and since i couldn't play reboot if you can't play the final round of something uh, you don't get the money for that, even if you're guaranteed it. Nah. So for heats, if you made reboot round but didn't play it, don't get money. Um, like at that time, if you made heats, it was guaranteed four hundred dollars. Uh, so we made heats, but we also made reboot round. So I couldn't play it, and neither of us got that four hundred dollars. None of us really care about it now. It's like yeah, four hundred dollars, but it's whatever. Um, but yeah, that, that was my favorite teammates, uh, going along with another favorite team would probably be OMG me too, Sean. We, we used to have beef cause, um, a misunderstanding from what his mom said. She posted a picture of me talking about, Oh, this is the kid that bully uh, there. That's trash talking. When I literally said nothing to Sean, like I, I hadn't said a thing to him and his mom posted a picture of me. So that, that kind of, a lot of people were like, dang. So we had beef for a little bit, but we dropped it and we started playing. We actually got along really well. Um, his, he had a teammate named Splash. Um, me and Splash had our disagreements a lot, but overall, he was he was the alright teammate. And then least favorite teammate, I uh, it's gonna be weird because because um, was a great teammate. It was just really fun to play with. Um, but least favorite has to go possibly to Lalem. Okay. Because Lalem's ego was very big. Um, whenever I was the IGL of the trio with me, Lalem and Santhro, and I wouldn't make a call and he, a lot of times he'd dispute it. Um, and there were times where he was obviously wrong, but he kept arguing that what he could have done was right. What he could have done was right. Um, so it was, it was a big ego thing that he had, but I mean, he was a great player. I, I got him to his first finals as well as Santa. Like I, I didn't have a trio. And we formed a last-minute trio, and we made it to uh, FNZS semis. So, yeah, it was just, like, it was cool. But he, he definitely wasn't the easiest to work with. He was one of the harder ones to work with. But, yeah, that's got to be um, favorite and least favorite. Okay. Well, it's good to hear you and OMG have settled all the beef. 
he's now become a great player like yeah, pretty consistently I, I, i'm very grands. happy for him yeah i'm very happy for him he's been he's been doing very good did you see that in him when you were playing together I did, I did. So I, I personally, so me and me and Sean were, were very good. We we were playing very well. Splash, he was good. But if we're being honest, I think me and Sean could have found someone better. But like I said, like I'm a very personal player. Everything I do is personal. So like, if I drop someone, I feel bad. So I didn't want to say anything. So I just kept playing with Splash. We kept playing with Splash until eventually we all split. Um, yeah, it was just like. It, it me and me and Sean. I feel like me and Sean could have uh, succeeded a lot more if um, if we played uh, with someone else. But we still succeeded decently with Splash. We made a couple um, trio cash cup finals and made some money in trio cash cups. So I mean, we still did well with Splash, but I think we could have possibly done better with someone else. But yeah, I've always I've always seen that in Sean. Sean's always been a really good player, also very smart. Okay. And is there anything that stands out in his gameplay, or just overall like a solid player? He just like he's he's always like ready, like he always is ready for something to happen, um, and then he's also very fun to be in. Like like not only is he a really good player, but I I think I I see like success in him from the con from a content side because he's built a com a decent community, and he he like the way he he talks, it's just like I don't know how to explain it. the way he talks is just like. I don't. It's a weird way to explain it. Like it, it's made for content, I guess. Okay. Like he has energy, or yeah, he always he almost always has energy, um, and he's always making jokes no matter what. Okay. Need those vibes in a, in a trio, especially oh, yeah. just to keep up everything. Um, and on the other side, I mean, I can see where that's coming from with Laylam. If you're trying to IGL, like there's not enough time to second guess what's going on if you make a call most of the time if you second guess it or like the team's not fully together you guys are losing that anyway yeah so, it's already lost yeah which is tough you you need to have that full faith in someone if you're like going to give them the keys to the car you have to let them drive you can't be backseat driving which yeah. there's a fine line you know when i was watching i think the best example is miro day and uh reverse is Miro would help drive the car, but ultimately it was uh, reverse driving it. And then yeah. there's other people you see, there's that constant struggle of, I don't want to follow your calls. I'm going to try and say this. And then it just doesn't work, um, which makes it difficult. And with duos, even more so, like you have to be on the same page and it almost has to be non-verbal. You have to know at this point what your teammate's going to do because if you're not, you're falling way behind. Yeah, like one of the duos that I that I, I like, I'll watch and I see like them not being on the same page or not or one not agreeing with the other, and like one thinking that the call might not be wrong. It is um, Oliver OG and Asian Jeff. Okay. Uh, like there's this one clip recently that was like. Jeff yelling at Oliver, don't get greedy, don't get because Oliver th thought they needed loot, and Jeff was yelling at him, don't get greedy, don't get greedy, don't get greedy, which I actually think Jeff was in the right there, um, because there were people spraying and he was like he really wanted the loot, but like what I see is, 
a, a flip in the switch because it used to be the other way around especially when i played with jeff i saw the same thing i played with jeff at one point and he he sometimes was, would be a bad teammate not listening and whatnot but like he he looked just like oliver would normally yell at him hey don't get greedy don't get greedy don't get greedy and it's like the rules switched and i was like people are yelling at jeff and like thinking jeff's in the wrong it's like no it's like but yeah like if you don't trust in your igl um like nothing is gonna go right nothing at all yeah another one last season was day and clicks i mean there was that clip of click saying yo yo chill 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 and then day is just in a box of somebody <laughs> yeah and, uh it's crazy because for for day that works a lot like a lot of the times okay. he does something like that he walks away two elims and a fat refresh but oh yeah the problem is when you don't know or when you can't have that conversation with somebody, it leads to a distrust and then it it's not a consistent style of play. Um, I was actually talking with somebody trying to figure out who the heck would be a good duo for Day. I think he's playing with Cease right now. Um, but I'm interested to hear like your thoughts as to a player of his aggressiveness do you think there's anyone that fits that or does he need to to reel it in a little bit which he probably does just a little uh but i also don't think he should become a different player because what he does makes him so good if that makes sense yeah so day is obviously a shoot first think later player like he he does not think before he just hops in like uh, the only thing he thinks about is maybe we need this and that little maybe is enough for him to hop in um, so what I think is he should still keep playing like that, but he needs, I, I think he needs to, um, get someone that can support that. Like normally it's someone, it's a fragger that can support an IGL, but I, I kind of feel like the roles need to be switched for him because of his play style. Cause like if you change day's play style, he's going to be a completely different player. You don't know if he's going to be as successful. But if you if you adapt, if you have an IGL adapt to that play style, like an IGL, give him plenty of opportunities to do that or, or give him safer opportunities. Like have an IGL that gives him those opportunities, not make him make those opportunities. I don't know. It's, it's a really hard play style to, to match, Days is. Um, Clicks did it very well for a while. Um, they were always doing well, but until it came to a finals thing. Like once it was finals, they just clicks never seem to be able to do well with them like there were times they did well but not consistently like like there are other duos that are consistently placing um in the top five and stuff yeah they were a very streaky duo i i think for them they could do what they did in non-finals lobbies but then on each wall you're knocking on is another pro team and it's yeah. just like they are equally or similarly skilled as those two and you can't just be consistently trying to jump in boxes like that. It's it's not going to be as high as a percentage as it is, you know, in opens or just cash cups or something. So I'm interested to see how they both work out. Uh, Clicks is playing with, I don't know who. I'm trying to think. Cease is playing with Day, and then I think Clicks might still be looking for one. Either way, oh, no, no, no. They played, man, I don't know. I'll figure this out in a second. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, that that's an interesting duo because I think both of them are so highly skilled that uh, it's difficult to reel them back in at times. Um, but 
the evolution of clicks has been really cool. I don't know how we just got on this tangent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say like a similar thing, like his, his normal, normally he does that get in thing. Like he'll get in, but that's in semis and opens. Like those are, those are players that aren't as high caliber. Um, and he could probably do it against a pro team, but that's if it was just a clicks and day versus one other duo. But all these other teams are also pros, and once they hear like that kind of hard fighting, they start looking. So like in finals, it doesn't work, and and I think day like you'll see those day pop off clips where he gets in and and it works for one game, and and they get really far ahead in that one game. But if he does it every game, it's not going to work the same way. Like most games, he will die instead of pop off. So I think in, in a finals format, that play style that day has it works sometimes but if he could probably just calm it down a little bit um he could find an igl that could really provide him opportunities to get kills instead of him having to uh, make them himself yeah that'll be interesting those two did qualify for finals today um and if you guys are listening it's july 5th that's like the third duos cash cup of the season so season day will be playing in the finals, and then Clicks also called with Duke. That's who he's currently playing Ooh, with. Was going to play okay. with Pink uh, until yeah, Pink until had... Pink couldn't. Yeah. Had visa is- issues. Pink is an EU player. For anybody listening, he was unable to uh, figure out his visa to get over here to the U.S. to play with Clicks. Um, and I, I definitely... Well, while we finish off this little tangent here, um, I definitely have loved what I've seen from Clicks. He's been working with Blood X and... Blood X is a great coach and mentor to some of these young kids that help them really develop within Fortnite and then also outside of it. I've, I mean, you look at the people he's worked with, Tayson, Queasy, Pink, Anas, Clicks, all those guys have really taken that next step. So I would continue to expect big things from them. Um, yeah, that was that tangent, and I don't know how we got there, but nonetheless, not a bad one. Yeah. Um, I gotta ask, how do you feel about like the current state of Fortnite? Because right now, a lot of people seem to absolutely bash what's going on, which fair enough in, in a certain extent, but I feel like the game has never been perfect. Um, do you watch? No, you definitely watch enough if we just had that conversation. Like, how do you feel about the current state of the, the game and you have any suggestions? I am also on the side of it being a, um, and not a great state right now. Um, more and more people are leaving the game. Uh, and it's just like there's no rotations uh, except for a couple of Spider-Man, or not Spider, grapple guns around the map. Um, and the play and the guns they've given everyone, the spraying guns, it's a spray meta, so everyone feels inclined to shoot as much as possible. So without any rotation... Um, all these players are looking to shoot anyone. So when 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 people are rotating on foot because they don't have rotation, everyone everyone starts shooting, even if they're behind or with them, um, which then just causes uh, everyone. It causes the games to die out because everyone's getting held by the a couple of people that pulled zone. So like the state of the game, it's all right. It's always been all right. Um, there have been times where the game was great. Everyone loved it. But right now, they're they, I the main problem is they're trying to they're trying to attend competitive towards a casual community, like they're they're 
they're rarely putting different items in casual and competitive, or at least very impactful items. Like, and when they do, it takes a while for them to do it. Like, there will be tournaments where there there are items that do not belong in competitive that are in competitive. Um, it's just a type of balance that Fortnite or that Epic Games hasn't really achieved in separating the competitive and casual um, parts of the game. They're really trying to combine them, which then inclines casual players, which are the majority of Fortnite's community, to start playing into like arena and stuff. And once the casual players start playing into arena and playing into tournaments, and they start disliking things in the meta that go against what is good for the competitive um, side of the game, Epic Games starts to see that, that more and more players are unhappy with what is right for competitive. And, and they start trying to attend to that casual community, even if it's for the competitive side of the game which is the main reason why a lot of people have, have started to stop playing because this spray meta sucks. Like the skill gap has shrinked so much because anyone can win a fight with just an SMG now. Like literally if you if you have if you can just shoot your SMG at somebody, it causes a, a major disruption. Like I um if if you get someone one hp and you and you think okay this isn't a 50 50 anymore if i if i were to just jump in their box this is a 80 20 you jump in their box maybe you miss one shot and you pull out your smg but that kid's had his smg out the whole time by the time you pull out of your smg you might already be dead so yeah. it, it's like the skill gap has just shrunk so much with this meta i think i was okay with the the smg meta for a season or two and Someone I talk to a lot is life with Panda, and he brings up a good point as to it gives some variety in the gameplay if both a shotgun and an SMG are able to be used up close. Um, but I think there's nothing more frustrating than someone just SMGs you. It bleeds through your builds, and you just, you're dead. And that's the end of the game. And to me, playing over the past couple of seasons, it is infuriating when that happens so i can understand especially in the competitive like stacked lobbies when stuff just goes through builds anyway because it's so stacked uh it makes it tough so i would love to see a little reduction of the spray meta but then you also see how many players are still alive when we have like a very low time to kill meta as far as the weapons go and then you see how the servers perform when we have all these players alive so i don't know like what the heck needs to be done i wish i did because if i knew how to fix the game i would and obviously epic is trying to i don't think they want their game to perform this way especially when it's being streamed and watched by thousands of people it's just not a good look so i would imagine they're trying to do things um the one thing that's interesting is trying to convert casual players into competitive players because from a competitive side, which both in you, both you and I are coming from, that is what we want to do, right? So there needs to be some crossover. It, it needs to be a somewhat similar game that also caters slightly to casuals while providing a high skill ceiling that the top tier competitive players can reach. Uh, so there needs to be some crossover. And I think over the past few seasons, this one more than anything, we've seen a lot of communication and 
different things removed or changed based on what the competitive community have said. So hopefully that continues and we get to, to see something even more so perfected for the competitive side over these next few, let's call days, months, weeks, years. Uh, because personally, I believe this game has a massive longevity and is going nowhere anytime soon. Um, nonetheless, I have to, I, I got to ask you a question. What would be your like perfected meta? Say you had to build a meta that you're going to come back to. What is that going to be? So, um, I think that rotation is a must, whether it's big rotation or smart, like a, a, like a rotation that could majorly impact the game. Although seems minor is, um, what is it? Uh, bounce pads. I believe they're they're They don't send you far. Like if they just were decently common, like they weren't super rare where you only have a couple of game, but where you can have like maybe four a game. Like, like that's a, that's a decent amount per game is four that someone would find, um, like make them that rare where, where people can find them around the map, although they're not full of them. Um, that would just be something big. Cause if you play bouncers, right, that makes this like the skill ceiling on bouncers is high. Like anyone can hit a bouncer, um, and, and get sent a certain amount of meters, but some people know how to hit it in certain ways to either go further or go in a different direction. It like it it, it it brings in a whole new skill to the game. Um I I would say the spray meta definitely needs to be like reduced. Like with how old, like with how powerful these SMGs are, even the common ones, anyone can run around with them. And anyone can do damage with them. I think that they need to be more rare. For how much DPS they have, they need to be more rare. Um shotguns I feel like the the most skilled the most skilled shotgun has to be the striker pump. So I think the striker pump needs to be more common, um, while the auto shotgun needs to be rarer. Um, I I don't think you change the weapons in the game. You just kind of adjust the rarity of them. Um, also, ARs need to be back. Like normal ARs need to be back. They were, they were like, I, like uh, people would complain about them, but you'd have to have good aim to actually do something with an AR. Cause normally you're using it from long or short distance. Like an AR is very mutual weapon. You can use it long distance. You can use a short distance. You can use a medium distance. So an AR would definitely be ideal. Striker pumps are, are, um, less rare. SMGs are more rare. Auto shotguns are more rare. Bouncers come into the game. Um, that seems like a pretty decent meta. Obviously, I, I have no clue about how to build a game. But to me, that's what I think would be ideal, would be something like that. And also, they need to fix the servers. Like, they need to. Like, I, I know it must be hard because it's been years of having bad servers. But servers used to be so much better. They just seem to be getting worse and worse. So I don't know what they need to do about that. But servers need to be fixed somehow i feel you uh, last season they were pretty solid I, I think anyone that played in like a finals lobby style of game even scrims last season were okay this season I, I feel like there's just moments and things that happen 
And I mean, we could sit here and guess, but like you said, you don't know how to build a game. I don't know how to build a game. There's something that happened that now has made the, the game performance not as good as we've seen in the past, which all makes everyone question and start wondering what's all going on. I like that meta though. I'm a big fan of removing the AUG. I think the red dot weapons, they had their time. Let's get them out of here and let's uh, yeah. get back to where we need to be with the game built on Bloom. I think that would be awesome to see again. And then, yeah, the striker pump, I think most people would agree it's good not to have a shotgun that does a 200. And a 189 gold and a good amount of damage to the, the head and body for all variants of the striker pump, it's probably the best shotgun we've seen. Like most balanced, best use. Uh, just remove the two shot. We're chilling because the auto yeah. has some some use as well, and people have started to pick that up more and more as the season's gone on. So I like that meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like I the servers have been bad. Like I feel like I'm consistently seeing um, clips on my timeline of just people getting shot through their walls or people teleporting into their boxes. Obviously, not every day. But anytime there's a tournament, like a duo cash cup, or especially since FNCS is coming around, I guarantee FNCS will see so many clips of of people having horrible server moments. Like recently I saw a really bad one where a guy, he placed a armored wall on his ramp and he thought he was good. And then he just dies right through it. Um, so it was, it was just like really bad. Like the servers are horrible. So... I don't know what they can do, whether they need to like kind of take the storyline out of competitive uh, and keep it in casual or like if people want to watch the storyline develop, maybe there's a game mode for that. But I don't think the storyline like should completely affect competitive because I think that truly is what's affecting the server is all these all this stuff that they're adding because of the storyline and like the the tree like the trees. And like all these like effects that come off of um, just random stuff, like servers during UFO. I saw a clip uh, where a guy was in UFOs. The time of the UFOs, there was UFOs, there was animals, there was AIs, there was so much like random stuff that wouldn't make sense to make the servers horrible, but the servers then were better than the servers now. So I don't know uh, what Epic Games did to make the server so bad now but yeah it's just really bad oh man all right let's let's let's, uh end this on a more positive note yeah um so i ask everyone this question and now it's your turn what is your favorite fortnite skin Oof. i gotta go the classic is what I've always uh, worn and what I've regarded as the quote, not build skin, I guess it used to be uh, regarded as it's a, it's a soccer skin. Um, I used the, I want to say, I'm forgetting which one, but it was a, uh, I think New Zealand, but soccer skin uh, with a cape. It was a, um, a cape, black and gold cape. That that's like my go-to if I'm like trying to be like if if anyone asks like what do you see yourself or like what what skin is yours like what skin would you run that's the skin is the soccer skin yellow and green with a black and gold cape. I like it. I like it. And then 
are you coming back or is this just a tease and you know not builds can disappear into the universe again i don't know i i want to come back because i have a lot of time um on my hand so it's it's all it all depends on um if i can find teammates for this fncs um or if i do well in the solo cash cups so i think i will play the solo cash cups when they come back around in a month um but yeah i, I kind of do want to come back see how i feel because i don't know with this break like i've seen a lot of people um take breaks like they were very unhappy with the game and they took a break and came back and then they had a lot more fun playing the game i kind of want to um test the waters to see if that's the same case with me all right i believe in you hopefully we seeing you on the fncs leaderboards coming soon uh but yeah. to wrap this up tell people where they can find you what are your socials uh twitter not builds with an s instead of a z so n-o-t-b-u-i-l-d-s on YouTube, um, I've kind of not been posting. My channel used to be Not Builds, but now it's just my name, and I'm not going to say that right now. But if you search Not Builds, you'll probably find it. Uh, Twitch is Not Builds, N-O-T-B-U-I-L-D-Z. And Instagram is the same as my Twitch. I'm not very active on Instagram, though. So, But, yeah, that's all my socials. Um, yeah. All right. Awesome, awesome. Builds, thank you so much for joining me, sharing, chatting, shooting the shit, and just talking about Fortnite. I appreciate that. Um, everyone, if you have any complaints, you have anything you would like to say, good or bad, you could find me on Twitter, Somebody's Gun. Uh, shoot me a DM, let me know whether we're doing badly, well, terribly, you want to fix something, you want to be on the podcast, all of the above. Uh, you can send me a DM and let me know. But thank you guys so much for listening. That is another episode of the Fortnite Story. Y'all have a great day. and. We will see you next time.